15. We think we know another big reason why players are frustrated. Many golfers struggle to transfer their games from the range to the course. We see players making good contact in practice, but when we're watching them on the course, they take three times longer to hit the ball, with a completely different technical swing. All of a sudden, they can't hit the ball. Their physical, mental, and emotional states have changed because performing on the golf course means something. There are actual consequences to what they do. Consider this. What if you arrive at a tennis court or a basketball court and see a sign that reads, No practicing on the court? Or at a swimming pool, the lifeguard tells you, Sorry, no practicing your breaststroke in the pool. Many golf courses and clubs have similar rules, ostensibly to protect pace of play and the conditions of the course. Here's what we believe. Practicing golf shots and playing golf on the course are not incompatible. To learn a sport, you need to learn in the context of the sport with all its constraints. Only in this state can you learn the skills that are required in the real environment of the game. In addition to teaching the mechanics of a pitch shot on the range, golfers need to learn to hit that shot on the course, and then how to hit it a little higher to get over a bunker or a bush, and with only one try. Let's say there's a tree in front of you. You need to get the ball around the tree. The first time you try, you'll probably stick the ball in the trunk of the tree. But with exploration and practice, you'll figure out how to navigate around the tree. All of a sudden, you've learned to curve the ball. You've learned to play. The bottom line is that you have to be in the pool to learn how to swim. You have to be on a tennis court to learn to play tennis. And you have to be on the golf course to learn the game. You need to dedicate time on the course when you're not focused on keeping score. You need to be on the course to discover what works. And we promise doing so will not hold up play or leave hundreds of divots. Only on the course will you truly develop your skills, your game, and yourself. A related issue we've observed is that when golfers of any level struggle on the course, they tend to blame their technique. Players today have become entirely too focused on the swing, with its angles and planes, speeds and smash factors. Tour pros now spend hours analyzing their swings with video cameras and TrackMan-style launch monitor devices. These instruments measure everything from club head speed to ball speed and flight apex to the forces and pressures of the feet during the swing. Amateur golfers are convinced they'll shoot lower scores once they've figured out whether they're one-plane or two-plane swingers. They debate swing theories, X-factor, stack-and-tilt, A-swing, as if one is the right answer. They read magazine articles that promise to teach the correct swing method that will fix everything. Meanwhile, they pursue the elusive secret of the swing via instructional apps and the wide array of analytical resources, such as K-vests, focus bands, and clip-on metronomes. As one of our students put it, I've taken in so much information, I feel like my head is exploding. We want to make it clear that we're not dismissing the benefit of modern technology or the importance of a sound golf swing. It's imperative that you have a reliable swing that fits your body. You need to practice it enough so you are confident and can execute it proficiently. You also need to know which situations call for a certain shot. Even so, we believe there's an important distinction. It's not just about the swing. It's about the golfer who makes the swing on the course. There's a book we like called The Dude and the Zen Master. It's a series of conversations between the actor Jeff Bridges and a Zen master named Bernie Glassman. Glassman was an aeronautical engineer who became a teacher of Buddhism in Los Angeles. 
In the book, Bernie and Jeff discuss a variety of subjects, from movies to family to learning to, well, simply being human. Bernie tells Jeff that he knows a little ditty that contains one of the secrets to life. Row, row, row your boat, gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. He asks Jeff to imagine getting into a boat for the first time and trying to figure out how to row. Should he put the right oar into the water first, or the left? What should he be doing with his shoulders during the stroke? What about his arms? How can he get the oars to work together? What if he wants to row to the opposite shore? If he fixates on the destination, he might forget to pay attention to his rowing mechanics. But if he fixates on his rowing, he could lose focus on where he wants to go. Bernie explains that, according to Zen philosophy, the opposite shore is actually right under your feet.